Welcome back to The Watch List. Thanks for being with us. I'm Nicole Petalides, live in New York City. Glad you're able to be with us. We have an interesting, very special guest with us now. Our next guest live from the NASDAQ market site, Dr. Chris Burns, co-founder, CEO of Novonics, trading under the ticker symbol NVX. Dr. Burns, congratulations, listing earlier this month. Big news here, making batteries, and this is the smarter battery. Tell us more about it and what people need to know about Novonics. Yeah, thanks, Nicole, for having me on. And it's very exciting to be listed here on the NASDAQ now. And Novonics is really focused on supporting the growth in the supply chain. So we've been focused on developing materials and technologies that are going to last, uh, provide longer life, higher performance batteries, really targeting that vehicle and energy storage sector. We're seeing so much growth there and commitments from the auto OEMs. And the consumers want to see more and more uh, electric vehicle options and supply of those vehicles. And our biggest challenge right now is making sure we have enough of the critical materials to support all of the cell manufacturing. And that's really where Novonics is focused. Yeah, and as you're doing this, uh, your battery solutions um, provide and include performance testing, prototypes, um, services, equipment sales. And working with all of these companies, because everybody obviously wants to turn to EV at some point. But it's not just so simple. What kind of partnerships do you have? What would you like to see happen ideally? What is it that you're working on to move this forward? So we've been very focused on developing technologies and, as you said, providing you know, services, equipment, and partnerships across the sector, really working with the cell manufacturers and a lot of the automotive OEMs. And now the big opportunity ahead for us is to be able to provide materials into those companies' supply chain. So in Chattanooga, Tennessee, we have our synthetic graphite based business and synthetic graphite is one of the primary anode components in the battery and it can be used to provide these very long life, very high performance batteries that you need to see in vehicles uh, and energy storage systems. So some of our big partnerships are with uh, automakers and cell manufacturers. Most notably, we have agreements with Samsung and Sanyo, the cell making division within Panasonic, uh, who are interested in seeing our, our materials come to mass production scale to be able to support these domestic cell manufacturing plants, which are all being announced, being built, and being expanded uh, really for this kind of 2025 explosion in, in production of electric vehicles that we're going to see. As you work with these big companies, you mentioned uh, Samsung and Sanyo. I saw also you have Huawei and Honda and Dyson and Alcatel-Lucent, just to name a few. I mean, you're working with some really big companies, Panasonic. As you work with these huge companies, at the same time, we talk about the electric vehicles and, and what we need for these batteries, all these rare earths and materials. Um, China really has a grasp on many of the materials that we need. Um, how are you moving it forward? You, you did mention um, in Chattanooga, I think you said, uh, what is it that we're trying to get away from our dependence on other countries, right? Yeah, we've seen the, the battery sector grow so much over the past decade. And all of that growth has been backboned by China expanding battery plant manufacturing and as well the supply chain to serve those battery plants. And, you know, over the past number of years, of course, Tesla brought the Gigafactory to Nevada. LG made early investments in cell manufacturing in Michigan. And now in the past 12 months, we've seen so much acceleration compared to, you know, the 10 prior years where people want to and need to build the batteries here onshore in order to not have the reliance on China. But the challenge that's presented with that is that the supply chain to feed these plants 
almost exclusively exists within China because it was where the only cell plants were. So now that we've seen this shift and this commitment from cell makers to build the batteries in country, we need to also see that commitment to bring the supply chain here. And that's going to lead to opportunities for new entrants, new technologies, and growth, significant growth in existing technologies. And we're playing a role in that. And we want to support that growth to be able to further reduce that reliance on, on the Asian and specifically uh, Chinese supply chain feeding those electric vehicles. Right. As we talk about some of the tailwinds, obviously, you have the government on your side with emissions targets, folks um, trying to do things better, technological advancement. At the same time here, um, there must be some headwinds as well, including costs. I can I must imagine that um, you know, when, when things are first created, they cost a lot. And as we move along, you know, the decades pass, things become cheaper, faster, and done in a better way. Where are you in the, ch in the, in the headwinds? Because the tailwinds, you have some good ones. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The tailwinds are all very prevalent, from the consumers to the private sector to the public sector and the bipartisan infrastructure law now containing significant direct funding to support this supply chain. But, you know, it is not uh, smooth sailing. The, the biggest headwind is the competition with the need to scale so quickly, right? The number of battery plants that are going to come online in 2025 is going to support hundreds of gigawatt hours of battery production to produce vehicles for all of the OEMs who are committed to making these electric vehicles. And so as we have new technology companies and new companies scaling their production processes onshore, their challenge is being cost competitive when they're early and, and small scale compared to the existing incumbent Chinese supply chain. But that's where some of these tailwinds are going to, you know, likely overcome some of those headwinds. Support from the government is going to help uh, these companies like Novonics grow more quickly and become more competitive more quickly. And we have seen tariffs be used in the past and other things in order to make sure that the United States can be competitive as it brings an emerging sector to its own economy, which is going to play such a critical role over the course of this decade. Yeah, without a doubt. It's great to chat with you, Dr. Chris Burns. Congratulations. Co-founder and CEO of Novonics, live from the NASDAQ at the NASDAQ market site here in Times Square, New York. Thank you very much for being on with us. NVX is the ticker symbol. Thanks. Thank you, Nicole.